This is Cabernet and True Crime, the place where good wine and true crime come together. Hi friends. So if you saw my Instagram post and that's what brought you here, there's no real tea to spill, so sorry if you were expecting there to be some like tea. Um so the serial killer shorts, serial killer short crime, whatever we want to call it, whatever this is, um, is going to be moved back to podcast form uh, indefinitely. And, I, you know, I'm kind of bummed, but at the same point in time, like, you know, doing YouTube was kind of like a branch off. This is what it's always been about, so I don't mind. Basically, what it all boils down to, the T is self-care, and taking care of your mind and your body and I need to take a little bit of time to do that for myself and the the reasoning behind that is like I've wanted to be a published author since I knew what a book was like I have it's always been one of my dreams to walk into a Barnes and Noble or like an indie bookstore and see my book on the shelf you know and as some of you may know, I competed in NaNoWriMo last year, National Novel Writing Month, and I completed it. I wrote 50,000 words, technically the length of a novel. Um, now, mind you, my book is nowhere near done, but that's where this is coming in. There's no physical way for me to <laughs> work two jobs, do this, do a YouTube channel, try to edit my book, try to stay like healthy and like also maintain all my relationships. It's not, it's not physically possible. I have tried the the whole month of January. I tried to finagle that and let's just say it didn't work. It did not work. Something's got to give. It's going to be the YouTube channel. That's it. That's just, that's the way, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's just that. Um, that's my reasoning. Nothing crazy. Uh, if you are a fan of the podcast, well then, convenient for you, everything's all in one place now. So, until further notice, this is how it's going to be. This is going to be the easiest way to do it. Okay, cool. Awesome. So, today, my friends, we're going to talk about Walburga Osterreich. I think that's how you say her name. That's how I'm going to say it. So, you know, here you go. Um, so Walburga was born in 1880 in the German Empire, which was um, also known as Imperial Germany. And that ended during the, like that whole, I guess the, that being the name of that country, ended during the German Revolution in 1818, 1819. Um, mostly because the German community didn't want to be a part of the war anymore, but that's a sidebar conversation. She's from Germany, more or less. Um, Walburga, or Dolly, as she liked to go by, which is understandable, um, ended up in America at some point, although her commute to the area is unknown. She became an American housewife, and she married the wealthy owner of an apron factory. Um, she had grown up on a poor Midwestern farm, um, and after she married her husband, Fred, uh, they, they settled in Milwaukee. So... Which, yes, his name was Fred Osterreich. Uh, so they they settled in Milwaukee. They were having a, actually not that great of a life and not that great of a marriage. Um, Dolly wanted more, and Fred was an alcoholic, which will be important later. So <clears throat> one day in 1913, 33-year-old Dolly asked her husband to send one of the factory's repairmen to the house to fix her sewing machine. Um, he sent a 17-year-old Otto Sanhuber to the home, and Dolly, 
allegedly, was wearing nothing but stockings and a silk robe. Rumor has it that the sewing machine wasn't touched that day, but something was, thus starting an affair. Um, so 33-year-old Dolly starts this illicit affair with uh, 17-year-old Otto. Um, in the beginning, the couple met in hotel rooms, but they grew bold and began just meeting at her house, um, even hooking up in the marital bed, which is just so wrong. Um, the neighbors, of course, grew suspicious, but Dolly told them that he was her half-brother, and they, I guess, more or less bought that. I don't know if they truly bought it, but they bought it enough. Um, <clears throat> of course, the only logical situation like, so people were suspicious. Dolly didn't want to draw any more attention to herself. Um, you know, she had come from a poor Midwestern family and she married into money and she, the, Fred was loaded, especially for the time. Fred had a lot of money. So she obviously didn't want to give up that lifestyle, but she didn't want to give up her love for Otto. So she figured out a way to make it work. And this means that Otto quits his job and moves into the Osterreich attic. Um, so the only catch to that, obviously, is that Otto would have to give up all human contact because obviously he couldn't be like coming down and talking to people if he's living in the attic and he didn't have any family. So apparently he didn't care about that. And at some point he, he tells the LA Times that he grew to love Dolly, quote, as a boy loves his mother. Foul. That's disgusting. <laughs> Because, you know, he's like a sex slave, right? And, uh, yeah, it, gross. Um, so Dolly brought him books, and eventually Otto began writing. Um, and this goes on for five years. Five years, Otto is in the attic. He doesn't leave. He just stays up there. Um, and by, I mean, maybe he comes out of the attic into the house, but he doesn't leave the house anymore. He just, you know, hangs out in the attic all the time. Um, and by 1918... Fred starts to think he's going crazy because, like, stuff's kind of moved around and, you know, things go missing and he hears stuff in the attic and he's like, man, this place is probably haunted. Oh, logical. <laughs> like, that's illogical. Yep, straight to haunted. Me too. Um, so he decides that his house is haunted and with that, he's like, we're moving to LA. I want to get out of this haunted house. Let's get out. Um, so Dolly only agreed to move under the premise that the house they chose had an attic, and Otto went ahead of the couple and settled before they arrived. Once the couple moved to LA, Fred began to drink more and lash out in anger, um, so they began to fight more frequently, and on August 22nd, 1922, the couple began fighting, um, and I guess this was a really knockout, dragout fight. It was a bad fight. Um, and fearing for Dolly's life, Otto came out of the attic with two of Fred's cal like twenty-five caliber rifles, .25 caliber rifles, <laughs> and he fired three rounds into Fred, killing him instantly. So, Otto and Dolly attempted it, to, like, they wanted to make it look like a botched robbery. And Otto took Fred's diamond watch and locked Dolly in the closet. Otto returned to his attic hideout, and Dolly screamed until one of the neighbors called the cops. The police bought her story because, obviously, um, she couldn't have locked herself in the closet. And they didn't know about Otto. So, yeah, they were like, oh, okay, cool, like, this is totally normal, like, you just got locked in the closet. Um, and Dolly inherited all of her husband's wealth. From here, though, Otto and Dolly's relationship changes. They've been together for, you know, multiple years, <clears throat> like, decades at this point, um, and they've got a more dominant, submissive-style relationship. And 
so now they they started this relationship based on <clears throat> sorry the fact that they were you know forbidden lovers and she kept him in the attic and it was and they just kind of stayed that way like even once fred was dead they just continued to live like that and um otto would later say that he felt like a sex slave to dolly um and this is where dolly is literally an idiot like she got away like literally got away with murder and she's about to ruin it for herself, kind of. So she starts dating her lawyer, Herman Shapiro. At one point, she gives Herman the diamond watch that was allegedly stolen during her husband's murder. He recognized the watch, but she said she had found it under a couch cushion after the whole thing and saw no point to tell the police. She also had a third lover, whose name was Roy Klum, who she asked to dispose of murder weapons in the La Brea Tar Pits. And in 1923... Police found out about Frank's watch, um, and after Dolly broke up with him, Roy told them about the guns. They arrested Dolly, but they were unable to prove how she could have locked herself in the closet, and she was released. For some reason, though, Dolly had Herman Shapiro, her one boyfriend, take up food to the attic to her, quote, vagabond half-brother, Otto. Um, and Otto, in his excitement of seeing another man for the first time in decades, was bragging about his sexual escapades with Dolly, and Herman removed him from the home. Otto fled to Canada. Which is all just a really weird situation. Everybody here is, like, way too cool with everything that's happening, right? I feel like I would be a lot more upset about all of it, but sure. Okay, whatever. Um, so Herman and Dolly broke up in 1930. He told the police all about everything he had learned during his relationship with Dolly, and by that time, Otto was back in L.A. Um, Otto was arrested and found guilty of manslaughter, but at the time, the statute of limitations was seven years, and eight years had passed since he um, was murdered, since the manslaughter charges happened, and so the charges were dropped because he was out. Like, they were able to prove that he did it, more or less, but they, they were out of the statute of limitations, so nobody goes to prison for Fred's murder. Um, Dolly was acquitted and found a new lover. They married and were together for 30 years, and she died a free woman in 1961. Otto left L.A. and disappeared, and nobody really knows what happened to him. And that is the story of Walburga Osterreich, and this has been your Serial Killer Sunday. So, I hope none of you hate me for moving this back. Uh, like I said, self-care, friends. Practice it. It's very important, and I, you know, okay, si real quick sidebar. Like, some people think, like, going to a spa or, like, doing like, manicures or, like, taking a bath is self-care, and that's awesome. I'm happy that those things work for you. Like, taking a bath feels more like work for me because like I have to make sure the tub is clean and then do all the work and then you have to shower afterwards or beforehand and like it's just a whole it's just a whole big thing and I it I there's a certain time and a place when I'm like hell yeah baths but for the most part that doesn't feel like self-care so I have found so as you know I was as well I hope you guys know I'm I'm a 90s baby 91 1991 best year um and so I grew up in the height of The Sims. I was nine years old when it came out on computer, and I don't think I got it in 2000, but I got it really shortly afterwards. So I've literally played Sims 1, 2, 3, 4, PlayStation version, GameCube version. I've played every version of The Sims ever. And I have found recently that playing Sims is 
really good self-care because it's so mindless. It's like a, a you don't have to prep for it. You can just whip out your laptop and play some Sims. And like that is so freaking soothing to me. That and sitting on Pinterest, which I used to do a lot in college. And apparently I'm just like, yes, I want to like look at all the ideas. So um, just a public service announcement that self-care can be whatever you want it to be. As long as it soothes your soul, it doesn't, well, don't murder people and probably don't get like a drug addiction and probably don't become addicted to booze but anything else as long as it doesn't hurt anybody or yourself self-care man if you want to play sims for an un like just an ungodly amount of hours fucking go for it because you know what self-care is what you need it to be not what society tells you it is correct yes okay so that's my time i'm done rambling um you know how you know what you know what it be and uh i'll see you guys tuesday no tuesday i'm off sorry friends i tuesday is gonna be a bad day so um i don't think i'll see you guys tuesday i think i chose that for my off week this month but i will see you soon and i'll see you more consistently now that i'm on here instead of trying to film and edit and do all that for youtube videos so um with that being said i hope you guys have a good sunday and i'll catch you guys soon.